Good morning. Today, we will look into some important aspects of the Indian economy as the country prepares to announce its federal budget to take it out of its pandemic-induced losses. We will then visit the USA where newly elected President Joseph Biden Jr. has halted two major arms deals with West Asian nations, the United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia. And we'll finally talk about the World Health Organization's mission of finding the origins of the 2019 coronavirus in China. Today is Monday, the 1st of February. I am Arunava and you're listening to The Leader's Brief by Egomonk. Despite a year marked with lockdowns, unprecedented losses caused by the near absence of global trade and massive pressure on the world's health infrastructure, India is expected to grow by 11.5% this year, according to International Monetary Fund projections. The IMF also revised its contraction rate for the country to 8% for 2020. In the present scenario, a boost in expenditure is highly being expected in India's federal budget. Among other things, healthcare and digital infrastructure is expected to see significant investments. Notably of the 13% increase in foreign direct investment that the country saw, a majority had come from the digital sector. The total foreign investment in the country for 2020 stood at 57 billion dollars, according to a report by the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development. The UNCTAD pointed out that India's 13% gain was seen at a time global FDI collapsed by 42% to an estimated 859 billion dollars from the previous year's 1.5 trillion dollars. Indications that the government will significantly increase expenditure to boost a post-pandemic recovery was asserted by India's finance minister Nirmala Sitharaman as she tabled the economic survey 2020-21 last week. Reflecting back that Indian rulers used to build palaces during periods of drought and famine, the economic survey indicated that expenditure can aid the economy by creating jobs. The idea of such type of spending during difficult times according to the survey was quote to provide employment and to improve the economic fortunes of the private sector end quote. The survey stated that for India in the current scenario when private consumption which contributes to 54% gross domestic product is contracting and investment which contributes to around 29% is uncertain the relevance of countercyclical fiscal policies is paramount apart from creating an expansionary fiscal policy the economic survey made two other important recommendations the continuance of structural reforms and disinvestments by significantly privatizing state owned companies The survey led by Chief Economic Advisor Krishnamurthy V. Subramanian expressed that increased expenditure through India's calibrated approach allows space for maintaining a fiscal impulse the coming year and the growth recovery would facilitate buoyant revenue collections in the medium term and thereby enable a sustainable fiscal path. After a year of lockdowns, India has rolled out one of the world's largest vaccination programs and economic activities are expected to normalize by the later half of this year. The government is expected to boost this recovery by employing structural reforms in inviting foreign investments and creating more room for local manufacturing. The government is also expected to ease regulations in these fronts allowing for the recovery of pent up demand for services sector. However, several experts continue to caution that a V-shaped recovery may not be possible at a time the country is battling its worst recession in over 4 decades. Moving on to the United States of America, Newly elected President Joe Biden has decided to pause a series of defense deals signed between the previous Trump administration and Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. The move is indicative of the Democrat politician's desire to end support for the Saudi-led offensive in Yemen, which is facing one of its worst humanitarian crises in decades. The arms deal, which would represent the most advanced American weapon system sold to any Arab ally, has been put under review by Mr. Biden. However, the possibility of the deal seeing fruition at the end of the review remains high as such reviews are a common practice for any new administration that forms after a change in the US presidency. 
Newly appointed Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the review is being conducted, quote, to make sure that what is being considered is something that advances our strategic objectives and advances our foreign policy, end quote. Last year, a $29 billion US-UAE arms deal raised concerns among several human rights organizations. Following the deal, then-US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo had said that the agreement was in recognition of America's deepening relationship with the United Arab Emirates' need for advanced defense capabilities to deter and defend itself against heightened threats from Iran. However, 29 arms control and human rights organizations signed a letter opposing the sale of missiles, fighter jets and drones to the UAE and had requested the US Congress to block the deal. While the review is not expected to make any significant changes in UAE-US ties, Relationship with Saudi Arabia is expected to see significant policy changes by the Biden administration. U.S.-Saudi ties had seen a boost under the Trump administration, which had in May 2019 declared a national emergency over tensions with Iran and bypassed congressional approval procedures to allow an $8 billion weapon sales to Saudi Arabia, the UAE and Jordan. Former President Trump had also vetoed against a decision to end American support for the Saudi-led war in Yemen. Under Mr. Trump, the USA also turned a blind eye towards several human rights abuses reported in the Saudi Kingdom, particularly against women activists, and refused to penalize the country despite intelligence reports for the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. It should be mentioned here that during his presidential campaign, Mr. Biden had promised to withdraw US troops from West Asian countries in an attempt to end what he called forever wars. It is also noteworthy that Saudi Arabia was not part of the Abraham Accords that normalized Israel's relations with three Arab states. Mr. Biden's review plans could be the first step he's taking to comply with the concerns of his Western allies in holding Riyadh responsible for the atrocities in Yemen. Moving on to China, after months of negotiations with Chinese authorities, World Health Organization scientists have finally started their investigations on the origin of the 2019 coronavirus that put the world to a standstill. The WHO's search for the origins of the virus began in Wuhan, from where the virus was first reported. The 14-member WHO team now plans to trace the path the virus took across various Chinese cities to better understand the way in which the virus spread in an attempt to prevent future viral spillovers. The origins of the virus continue to remain a point of debate, with most scientists hypothesizing that it originated from bats. However, to ascertain the claim would be an impossibly difficult task for the 14-member WHO team. Meanwhile, China has cautioned against negative speculation and politicized interpretations of the virus's origins. China's concerns come from former U.S. President Donald Trump's adamant certainty of holding China responsible for the spread of the pandemic. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian informed last week that the WHO team will conduct interviews and discussions with their Chinese counterparts and comply with Beijing's epidemic prevention regulations. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com that is I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot E-G-O-M-O-N-K dot C-O-M to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomonk.com.